my dear fellow listeners to Republic Broadcasting Network. Today is the 14th day of January in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 2024 or more. And um, we uh, have a couple of things I want to get to here with the Republic Broadcasting. Some nice enticements for your consideration. And that is the book club, which will be drawn tonight. So you still have time to get in on it. And you can get in on it by also uh, just doing the quilt raffle. Some of that money can be allotted towards the book. So um, no time like the present. The um, let's see, the book is, oh, I didn't read this one. This is week seven of the John Statmiller Book Drive. The book is America's God and Country, Encyclopedia of Quotations by William J. Federer. Well, I hear him on the Christian Information Radio quite a bit. Uh, he does some pretty good things. So donations of 100 or more taken from November 5th through January 22nd will provide the donor with an opportunity to receive a book previously owned by John Statmiller. Get two birds with one stone and donate 250 or more to enter both the book drive and RBN's simultaneous fundraiser. And... This simultaneous fundraiser is the RBN Rebel Madman Rabble Razor Quilt Raffle. And to participate, you can call 800-724-2719 and leave a gift of $250 or more. And the lucky winner will receive a packaged gift containing a Confederate battle flag quilt or St. Andrew's cross, <laughs> if you want to call it that. Since it was that first, uh, RBN mug, T-shirt, business cards, and bumper stickers, and the winner will be determined and be determined at the end of January 2024. And if you can get to republicbroadcasting.org and see the picture, it's a beautiful quilt. You can see the intricate quilting all through it, and the lovely little pup that's posed on the <laughs> on the stripes. Uh, it looks like she wanted to play. I guess when when Michael spread that out to take the picture, she had to hop up there and thought that was her invitation. And if you have already previously donated in the last three weeks an equivalent gift between December 10th and 31st and want to participate, scroll down, you are eligible to join in. Just call and let us know that you are interested. And also, if you want to send something through the mail, the address... Oh, get myself tangled up here. If I can find it. <laughs> okay, I should know it by now, huh? Yes, the address is just to RBN and send it to 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. So, um, you know, they're, they're running equipment there 24-7. And um, so it's an ongoing thing. And they, they I, I forget how much it was a day, 300 or something like that it takes to run everything. And, um, yeah. Oh, better, better knock off that, that little sound here in the chat room um 
Yes, yeah, so this is uh, Yours Truly Murr, and we have an, a chat room, yours truly com. And uh, I'm going to talk about a couple different things today, as usually seems to happen. But what really got to me was this bit with, um, uh, Robert mentioned it too, with Kevin Spacey. Uh, and Cucker, I call him Cucker Tarlson. And we have to remember people. You know, I have hear some people say, oh, no, it's not true. But yes, he lived right near Hunter. Biden, they were best buds. He was a VIP at Comet Ping Pong Pizza. Okay, so I don't know what the deal is. They're just trying to rope in the audiences, I guess. And um, you know, but I had also seen um, and shared some pictures that were passed to me of Kevin Spacey, a couple of them, and uh, there were children crawling all over him, and he was getting off, if you know what I mean. And I guess someone happened to have a camera and took a picture. But in the second picture, there was actually a little demon that materialized behind him. A little smiling demon. So weird. Yeah. So uh, I think we're getting more and more things where the dimensions will sort of mesh. You hear about this thing in Miami. And um, I think the more evil there is in the denial of Jesus Christ, the more we're left unprotected. And we get what we ask for, unfortunately, but that's kind of how it is. So I wanted to talk a little bit here more about Kevin Spacey, because I remember in 2019, he did these different little shorts, and I guess they were to reflect upon his character on his TV show that I never watched. But um, so, Sam, if you'll play the first one of those, please. This is um, let uh, let me be frank. Three minutes and six seconds. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't give you enough notice there. Can you stop it a second? I should I should tell you a little more about it. You've probably all seen this one, but this one he's wearing it. I know what you want. Oh, sure, they may have tried to separate us, but what we have is too strong, it's too powerful. I mean, after all, we shared everything, you and I. I told you my deepest, darkest secrets. I showed you exactly what people are capable of. I shocked you with my honesty, but mostly I challenged you and made you think. And you trusted me, even though you knew you shouldn't. So we're not done, no matter what anyone says. And besides, I know what you want. You want me back. Of course, some believed everything and had just been waiting with bated breath to hear me confess it all. They're just dying to have me declare that everything said is true and that I got what I deserved. Wouldn't that be easy if it was all so simple? Only you and I both know it's never that simple, not in politics and not in life. But you wouldn't believe the worst without evidence, would you? You wouldn't rush to judgments without facts, would you? Did you? No, not you. You're smarter than that. Anyway, all this presumption made for such an unsatisfying ending. And to think it could have been such a memorable send-off. 
I mean, if you and I have learned nothing else these past years, it's that in life and art, nothing should be off the table. We weren't afraid, not of what we said, not of what we did, and we're still not afraid. Because I can promise you this. If I didn't pay the price for the things we both know I did do, I'm certainly not going to pay the price for the things I didn't do. Oh, of course, they're going to say I'm being disrespectful, not playing by the rules like I ever played by anyone's rules before. I never did, and you loved it. Anyhow, despite all the poppycock, the animosity, the headlines, the impeachment without a trial, despite everything, despite even my own death, I feel surprisingly good. And my confidence grows each day that soon enough you will know the full truth. Wait a minute. Now that I think of it, you never actually saw me die, did you? Conclusions can be so deceiving. Miss me? Yeah. So he has a cup. I guess that's from, um, I don't know where, uh, the palace, I guess, some sort of royalty, royalty thing there. He was, uh, and people were really getting wise because of Q in particular to this Pizzagate stuff being real, no matter what the mainstream media was saying, because you could see it. They had, uh, photos from inside the, Asheville's Biltmore, where daily sacrifices are supposedly held, and I wouldn't be surprised. And some of the art from the Podestas was done there in the tiled swimming pool that was empty, but there were straps that hang down from where uh, tourists would come in, and you would have plants there, and you could overlook, but you couldn't see the straps from that angle. And one of the art pieces, supposedly... Shows this boy who looks like he's being starved and he's all wrapped up in one of these straps hanging there. And once you see these things, you can't forget. And all the stuff I've been telling you all about Jessie Saboter and her coming out of this stuff. And there's many more. We closed last week's show with uh, Chantel Mayberg of Aquarius Rising Africa. So she's in South Africa. And all the different ones from different kinds of trauma and uh, related to these subjects. Um, She has on too. uh, Caleb is one that she's been hosting recently. And I I think he uh, was really, you know, hard time coming out of it. It sounds like, Um, but I think it helps, I guess, for them to all get that out of their system. And um, so this next one then was uh, Christmas time. And it was KWTK. It stands for Kill Them with Kindness. KTWK, rather. So if you want to play that, Sam, it's only a few seconds or a minute. Yeah. Thanks. You didn't really think I was going to miss the opportunity. It's awful, but a pretty good year. No. I'm grateful to have my health back. 
Yeah, I wonder and what right happened. Now, I've made some changes in my life, and I'd like to invite you to join me. As we walk into 2020, <laughs> I want to cast my vote for more good in this world. Oh, that's oh, yes. the other one. I know what you're thinking. That's Can a tougher one, serious? isn't it? Maybe not. I think. I'm not sure if he says... He does say some of the same words in this latest one, but I think that was... Yeah, I think that was the one with Cucker, right? N uh, no. This is number two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the volume, I guess, was low on that, huh? Hmm. Yeah, if you can get it so we can hear it. Uh, it's only a minute, 59 seconds, whatever. To wish you a Merry Christmas, did you? Ooh. Been a pretty good year, and I'm grateful to have my health back. <laughs> and in light of that, I've made some changes in my life, and I'd like to invite you to join me. As we walk into 2020, I want to cast my vote for more good in this world. Ah, yes, I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. And it's not that hard, trust me. The next time someone does something you don't like, you can go on the attack, but you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. Isn't that disgusting? Yeah, like I said, I never paid any attention to his TV show and wouldn't care to or wherever it's shown. I don't, I don't care. But the fact is that... Um, True Ott, who has a show over on Revolution Radio, I think he still does, he did at that time, and he had um, a WordPress site that I got a lot of really good information from, and he'd even paid them extra to uh, for storage, and they took it all down, just got rid of all of it, but it was after he told this story on his show, and I think I had heard him tell it before, and, and I think the woman's name was... Um, Sharon Jacobs, if not that, it's similar. But she had confided in him that she was in on these sacrifices, right? Jewish woman. And um, that was her job after they were finished torturing them, children, that she would, they called it, kill them with kindness. She would slit their throats. She would do the last kind deed to put them out of their misery and um, so it was after that, uh, he, he was uh, talking about something else on Angry Show, and I reminded him of that, and he, he thanked me for it, <laughs> that to notice that after that is when they took all his stuff down, which is kind of typical, you know, how they do, trying to cover their tracks. And um, so uh, let me see, I think that I've got I've got the sleeping bag on my head, and it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, we want to play number four and the third spot here. Sam. Welcome to another edition of the Truth Zone. As always, this is your host, Truth Seeker, here. And if you needed any more proof that Tucker Carlson is controlled opposition, this should be all of the proof that you need. Tucker Carlson interviewed Kevin Spacey on Christmas Eve at that. Yes, that's right. The same Kevin Spacey that's involved in 
all kinds of uh, satanic activity. He's involved with uh, harassment claims. You already know him. You know his face. And the question is, will he get in this cycle? And that's my question for you. Well, that's really a decision for the people, Tucker. It's not something that I really think about or want to do. And Merry Christmas to you, too. But I've always believed that nothing should be off the table in life or in art. I think we could both agree that we need to get some adults back in the room. So if that means taking on the chief executive role, well, that's a sacrifice. Well, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make for this great nation. Adults in the room. I love it. I could see it as a bumper sticker. Is that your campaign slogan? Well, that's not a bad idea. Look, I think first our country needs to stop apologizing and stiffen up. I mean, look, we've got so many people running around with so many different issues like gun control, important issue. But let's be honest. The truth is more people are killed by online trolls every day. That may be true, actually, but then they're protected by the First Amendment. They can say whatever they want. You believe in the First Amendment, I assume. Of course I do. Look, people spewing ridiculous ideas is nothing new, and they should always have that right. But the problem is, somewhere along the way, we started listening. And we should remember the salient words of Benjamin Franklin, who said, do not believe anything of what you hear and only half of what you see. And he wasn't telling people to stop talking. He was telling us to stop listening. So let's stop blaming bots and college kids and start telling leaders what leadership really means. I love it. But how do you do that? Well, this country is mired in so much contradiction and confusion. Well, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. For so like you've seen from that clip, he openly interviewed Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey is an Illuminati puppet. This should show you all that you need to know and tell you all that you need to know that Tucker Carlson is one of them. I mean, he wears the Kabbalah bracelet. He is a puppet. He is controlled opposition. And this whole entire thing where he got banned off of um, Fox News, kicked off Fox News, that was a act. And all that did was help to garner him more sympathy. The same goes for Alex Jones and people like that, Russell Brand. These people are controlled opposition. They don't have your best interest in mind. They don't have my best interest in mind. But Kevin Spacey is an Illuminati puppet. He's constantly flashed the Illuminati hand signs, and he's involved in all kinds of accusation claims. I know it's accusations, but he's involved in all kinds of accusation claims. This should wake some people up, I hope. Like the old saying goes, it is truth in plain sight. Darkness will be brought to light. And this is darkness being brought to light. I hope people will wake up and realize now that Tucker Carlson is one of them. If they never believed it before, they should believe it now after this. Tucker Carlson is one of them. He is a puppet. That's just all there is to it. He plays a role just like the rest to create division, to create chaos, to push the left and the right narrative. That's what he is being used for. Same goes for Alex Jones. Same goes for Russell Brand. Same goes for any of these people, these big talking heads, Steven Crowder, 
the list goes on and on. Ben Shapiro. They are all controlled opposition. They are not good people. And the sooner people realize that, the sooner and the better off people will be. So wake up and realize this before it is too late. Because it is quite evident they are laughing in your face. They're laughing in my face. They think they're being funny. They're being cool. They're being edgy. I know there's a lot of people out there that think Tucker's good. But no, he is not good. He is playing a role. He is an actor. Why else would he be teaming up with Kevin Spacey, who is actually playing a character from House of Cards, in this interview if it wasn't an act? Wake up, people, and realize this before it is too late. Just realize who is really legitimate and who is playing a role, playing a character. Tucker Carlson is playing a character. Make no mistake about that. He is not a good guy. He is pure evil. He is an Illuminati puppet, just like Alex Jones and the rest. You've got to wake up and realize these people are controlled. Trump is controlled. All politicians are controlled puppets. The fact that even Kevin Spacey's been involved with Epstein should tell you all that you need to know. These people are all controlled. And it's just laughable that Tucker did this around Christmas time because one of Kevin Spacey's victims got unalived around Christmas time. Huh. The irony there, especially seeing how Christmas is Saturn worship, Saturnalia. So that should tell you all you need to know about all this. This is nothing more than more energy harvesting rituals that these people love to use because these people are vampires. They are satanic Illuminati puppets. Point blank period. But that's all I have for this show. I would ask that you would hit the like button, comment down below, and if you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing to the channel and turning on the bell icon so you can be notified of any and all future content that I put out on this channel. As always, this is your host, Truth Seeker, signing out. Well, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. Okay, creep show is over. <laughs> Yeah, at least for the moment. Um, yeah, this guy really, really bugged me. I mean, even back when he played, what was it, the usual suspects, and if that was the name of it or whatever, and he's, the whole movie, he's crippled, and then at the end, the way he gets away is he's not crippled anymore. He just walks away. Yeah. I despise movies anymore because all they do is drain your energy and redirect it for their predictive programming. And the music isn't much better, if if any better, or maybe even worse, because that directs your energy by using you and with cymatics and tones that are harmful. And I don't know. It's 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 a lot to take for all of us. <laughs> and, and so tomorrow now, and thanks for playing through the break there, Sam. Um. Tomorrow is um, good old MLK Day, Martin Luther King Day. And, you know, uh, I, I respect that he uh, said some good things, but he delivered his lines well. Let's put it that way, all right? Maybe he believed it, too, or at least at that moment when he was delivering the lines. But on the night that his demise was, and some say that was Jesse Jackson's doing, he was uh, said to be uh, 
beating up on white prostitutes he had hired. Uh, so what kind of character is that? And there were many, many other things that the family knew about. And I, I just find it interesting that Coretta, his widow, after he died, was um, she moved to a white neighborhood where it was safe. And I thought that was a little telling there. <clears throat> and, um, you know, as we, we see later, I'm going to have something with E. Michael Jones and how he contends that it, it's not about race, it's about religion. And uh, although he's lately had to admit four religions now, uh-oh, because we got Muslims, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. We've got another thing I want you, that want you to hear. I, I think we have enough time. Uh, Sam, if you want to play that uh, number three now, it's two minutes and 19 seconds. And it's Jews in the Walls. And this is a uh, foundering. Oh, the one that's three. That was pretty good timing, huh? <laughs> We're just about... Oh, yep, we'll be back in three minutes about...
you are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Kilad Atzman says the essence of Jewish power is the ability to prevent the discussion of Jewish power. Jewish power requires anybody in politics to understand it and know about it, but never talk about it. My awakening really sums up with the very best evidence, the facts and the truth about race and the fact that race drives history and the truth about the Jewish question. The younger you get, the greater the percentage of people who identify as alphabet soup, you know, LGBTQ, RS. This woman, she's like, oh yeah, I identify as a koala two years ago. And I'm like, what? A koala? What? Maybe if it was quickie koala, that might be cool, but otherwise, I don't know. How about an inward pass? Have you ever received an inward pass from any of your black friends? Biden invited a drag queen to come for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. It's the Respect for Anal Sex Act. So, yeah, I mean, let's, let's just call it like it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
All righty, we're back. And the uh, song there was uh, Jews in the Walls. And this fellow does some pretty interesting parodies, very talented. He did one about all the Christmas songs were by Jews <laughs> and had nothing to do with Christ, of course. Uh, and so kind of leading to this uh, thing with the uh, tunnels. And um, there's always the idea here that this was mikvah under there. And Nathaniel was talking about this with uh, uh, on the uh, political cesspool with James, uh, whatever his name is. <laughs> and he was sticking by that. And I, I heard somebody here had tried to, you know, contact him about it. And, and um, I can see that, you know, the, the mikvahs for the women after their monthly thing and it has to be moving water and so the mikvah down underground where they always have them he said <clears throat> we'll have rainwater seeping up and then they can have the rest the running water with tap water and um it's interesting because i heard um Layla, and i've heard her say this a couple times on call-ins about bathsheba which just meant seven apparently she didn't have her seventh daughter or whatever uh she wouldn't get her official name till later or something like that, but that she was baiting David, King David, by bathing on the roof because, uh, on the roof because she wasn't where she would have running water. And uh, I thought that was a really interesting perspective. But uh, Lord works in mysterious ways because David wasn't supposed to be lounging around in the afternoon rather than being with his soldiers either. So there's kind of equal guilt there, I think, at least, if not more. But... um. Yeah, I mean, because we do that with Eve, and God held Adam responsible. Yeah, but he knew. God knows. Everything's in his hands. He knows it was what was going to happen. And so anyway, with these tunnels, there is something really interesting, though, that I want to read you. It's very short. It's from the protocols. Uh, where did I put it here? <laughs> Maybe I didn't. Put it somewhere. Um, and it's under educate yourself. Yeah. They have the protocols. They're a really good site that I liked out of Australia was taken down. That's that's why a lot of times I don't give references. Uh, I'll, I'll point you to a good search engine and you go find them yourselves. We make it too easy for those that are after us if we give too much information over air, I think. So. A lot of times I, I just, and some of it is a mixture of whether I've spoken directly with someone and from different sources and some I know are already gone, like that one is now. But educateyourself.org does have the protocols and several other different things. So that's good. But it's number nine, protocol number nine, part 13. You may say that the Goyam will rise up, will rise upon us arms in hand if they guess what is going on before the time comes but in the west we have against this a maneuver of such appalling terror that the very stoutest hearts quail the undergrounds metropolitans those up subterranean corridors which before the time comes will be driven under all the capitals and from whence those capitals will be blown into the air with all their organizations and archives and so that kind of fits in too with the um the bit that there's a nuclear stuff, suitcase bombs, and whatever at different um, Israeli embassies, uh, which I wouldn't be at all surprised. But to go back to um, 
to Martin Luther King to the MLK thing, and I've talked about this last year this time. <laughs> uh, you know, his birthday, they give him his own day. The presidents don't have their own days anymore. They have one day, right? And uh, so they give him one day, and the only other individual that has one day is one that was fully God and fully man and is still fully God, of course. And uh, so that was marked by Christmas, which to me shows, again, it's in God's hands because we're honoring when he was conceived. However, that conception was, we think it was a, a zygote implanted in Mary. And uh, she she was his willing handmaid. She didn't want all this stuff where people pray to her. That's, that's wrong. But, um, yeah, so MLK is... You know, like the Hebrews do to take out the vowels, that, that's short for Moloch. So we have a day for Moloch. And it's just interesting that that, that plays out that way. But um, if I can get all my ducks in a row here. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I, I was um, listening to... Hans Utter with uh, Robert Phoenix, and I didn't get any clips ready from that, but um, it, very interesting. You can look it up and find that one, too. It's on YouTube. And he was talking in there about, they were both talking about how with all these um, uh, things, all these different electronic things, you know, our, our abilities wither if we don't use them, right? And so um, Hans was saying how you kind of lose the sense of direction because you're dependent on the GPS. I thought that was very interesting, and that'll be that way with a lot of different things. And it's an addiction, too, those kind of things. And he plays his sitar at the end of their interview there, too, which is very good. So we have to adapt or lose direction, I guess. Um, and... Um, made me think, too, about Harold Counts Vela, which I learned about in 2015. We haven't heard much more about him lately. With the um, black goo, I don't know if people remember. But he's German, uh, very bright, German and Israeli. And this black goo affects Jews in particular, or with that DNA, and has to do with the money. It's They always have to have control of the money. And we see that all through time, the currency. They always end up having control of it, and then they have control of everything else. Uh, but I remember Harold uh, had said um, how we give away our power first to the medical system, okay, at birth. And uh, then it's given to the educational system. And into the political system and then the military system and then the military system uh, gives it to the intelligence agencies the intelligence systems which gives it over to AI and that's kind of where we are now we're seeing how AI will handle things and it you know some, some of the first things they did it was honest and uh, so they had to kind of destroy that because they wanted it to lie like they do but there again, that's in God's hands too, and uh, it's it's just um, very interesting where we are at these this time. And uh, then to get off on another side note here, you know, I really like geology, and and that's one reason I really like it here 
because the uh, ice never crushed through here, this driftless area. And there's um, caves and things uh, of different sizes. They hit one when they were drilling my well. It was fun. I could, you could feel the ground when it was the drill bit was cutting through, and then when it hit that empty space. And probably not big open cave, but limestone caves. There's a lot of lime, so of course that helps clean the water too. But um, so I was watching some things about how they were building um, castles, and they're doing it again, doing it how they did it and with what they had and. There would have been uh, kilns all around these castles because they would be firing um, uh, tile. And, you know, when we see ruins, we think that's how they lived, and it looks pretty dreary, just the stones. But they put a rendering <clears throat> on the walls that was made from sand, and then uh, that was smooth and dry. They put a uh, lime wash over it so it was white and would reflect, uh, reflect light. And then they did some interesting what they call rose and stone, and they'd uh, measure out with these tempora um, ochres that were found in the clay and different colors, and they could heat them and uh, you get burnt umber and sienna. And uh, they'd mark out like where the stones would be, but straight lines. So, um, you know, kind of like a cinder block, but straight. Um, and then these rose designs were reddish uh, in the uh, four, like four petals in the center of these. And this was the, uh, you know, it was pretty cozy once they did that and had all these fired uh, uh, tiles to lay down to walk on. And it showed how they made them out of clay and then trying to fire them in between the rainy weather and stuff. This castle is in France and they had uh, French experts in particular, and people working with them, and English. And it dawned on me that, you know, English and French war, how um, yesterday on uh, Rebel Madman Radio, I heard the archive later, and Karen, Mrs. Q, that's Quinones, that has the Patriot uh, tours in New York City, and at a museum, she said this uh, friend there in the museum showed her the um, promissory note which was, uh, they it didn't have enough money to buy the, the Louisiana Purchase at the time with Jefferson, right? And Napoleon um, said they could have it really cheap, you know, is what ended up happening. But it's still, they didn't have enough money for it. So Bank of London loaned them the money. But at the same time, London and France were at war. You know, so this has been going on forever. The banks funding both sides to keep wars going because... They make so much money with that, you know. Um, Lincoln was told he could have all the money he wanted at 50% interest for the so-called Civil War. So all through time, it's it's been the banking interests. And like I said, this particular DNA uh, apparently is uh, uh, really susceptible to uh, having a... a kind of an inner need to have control of that. I mean, it's not like they're going to be moral about it. And in fact, it's the immorality that fuels that, um, the whole system. And we've talked about that, or I have. Oh, yeah, I also had down here how um, at Rosha Cree, um, <clears throat> one of, in, uh, I forget which county here, in, in just about the middle of Wisconsin, uh, was a, Big, it's a big rock um, 
I think it means crevice in the rock. And it, it's about 300 feet high, I think, or so. And you can walk up it. But all around it, um, most of Wisconsin is kind of flat. It was a glacial lake. And um, not all these times, way back. And I was going to have some creation moments here to play, but maybe next week because they're so fun to to listen to how they, uh, they show how science is leading itself astray, going further and further away by accounting, trying to account for too much time and as their excuse for everything that happens that, oh, well, you know, it's over time. When that's not the case, things happen quite rapidly. So there's red ochre there tying in the ochres found in clay. And I, no one knows, I guess, exactly when, but they think natives had painted it. And it's, it's kind of a little devilish symbol. I remember seeing it when I was there. And, um, and then in a soft county uh, park, um, it's a kiln, uh, you know, no longer used, of course, but it's around a lake, uh, White Mound was the name of the park and the lake there. And uh, had been a whole town at one time, not that you'd ever know. So there's just so many interesting things to see and learn about. And, um, But I think um, adapt is such a better, much better word than evolve, you know. And anyway, I think we'll go ahead and get started with this video, Sam, with um, uh, Killstream with EMJ and Jim Goad. That's E. Michael Jones. And uh, I, I just thought it interesting. And we'll, we'll go. I might need to cut in a couple places, but maybe not. Um, this was kind of late into the... Uh, it went for an hour and 15 minutes, and this starts at 51, just over 51 minutes. And, they're, they're you know, their um, conversation is going long good. Both of them grew up in Philly, so you hear some of their experiences and stuff. If you want to start that, Sam. Uh-oh. Uh, the the last one. What is it? <laughs> Number four or five? Yeah, e. Michael Jones. Economics anymore? It's all as you know, EMJ's magazine, Culture Wars. It's all about degeneracy, or you know, and racism. Right. right. No one. But I think that's. I think that's been engineered because the, the entire country has been sold out from under our feet. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You're yeah. absolutely this right. This is important. I'm just point covering here. this part now in in Germany. Uh, uh, this period of time, late 60s, is called the Dezechtwelle, the sex wave. And the date, the German, they, this is when they still had the German Democratic Republic on the other side. And they came back and said, the, the, the sex wave was created to distract the West Germans from their uh, high unemployment rate. And I thought, this guy nailed it on the head. That's exactly what this was about. And if you want a proof of it, there's a movie that inaugurated the, the sex, the whole use of pornography as a form of control, which is another book I wrote called Libido Dominandi. OK, uh, go. It's, it's a, a, a book called. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, a book first. Las Yucan Kumpu. Las Yucan, uh, you know, let the good times roll. It's let, let it itch. I don't know. It, you can't translate. It's Ruhrgebiet slang. But it was about the workers in the uh, coal mines in the Ruhrgebiet and the beginning of it. Is basically the guys walking toward the the, the shift, you know, the coal mine, 
And he's thinking, this is my life. My, this is a miserable life. I think I'm going to go to the day-to-day air where they treat workers uh, properly. He walks into the knipe, he orders a drink, and that guy takes him to a whorehouse. That is the whole story of the decline of the West in a nutshell. The man who brought it about, I think, primarily was Michel Foucault, a homosexual. It switched at that period of time. We're talking about the late 60s, 68, uh, when suddenly uh, being left meant sex, and it didn't mean economics anymore. And yeah. sex, sex was created to distract you from the fact that you got shitty wages and you can't ask for a raise anymore. I'm not, I'd say like things more than sex, like race and, and gender, you know, man, man versus women, rich, for, rich versus poor completely evaporated from the entire national discussion. I, like, again, I think that was entirely deliberate. And it, it fascinated me because 10 years ago, 12 years ago, you had... The Occupy Wall Street people, you had the Tea Party people complaining about taxes. That's gone. It's That's all right. all culture I, stuff now. I went I went to uh, what uh, that park in, in Manhattan, uh, uh, and I saw these guys standing there. The guys, young guys in their twenties, they're all holding little signs, and they're saying, "I have I'm fifty five thousand dollars in debt because of student loans, and all I can get is an unpaid internship," and that was completely ignored. By Fox News was saying that there were sexual degenerates and they're shitting on the sidewalk. Completely, they completely ignored. That's supposedly the conservative uh, station. They completely ignored that whole economic angle of these these poor people uh, who are in their twenties who are burdened with debt. Yeah, it's fascinating. So we agree too that the the discussion has been completely shunted away from economics. Jim, we agree on everything. I, well, <laughs> you, you keep you keep looking, you keep looking for a, a reason to disagree with me. I keep looking. No, I'm, for t- I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what I what I agree with, and I, I, but I would focus more on genetics and I, I, religion is just something. I mean, I, again, I was raised Catholic. I, I and. Someone sent me a link. I didn't watch it. That you were talking. You mentioned me a couple of weeks ago that I chose a dark path away from Catholicism. If it makes you happy, more power to you. I think my observations Daddy over the past six or seven years is that's been used as another Jerry distraction away from what's pass? going on economically. Well, I said once that uh, a white boy is a Protestant who doesn't go to church anymore. And I have to have a corollary now. In your case, it's a Catholic boy who doesn't go to church anymore. Speaking of which, you said you were uh, you were tooling your bicycle through what, like Diamond Street in North Down Diamond Street, yeah. And got rocks thrown at you. I had a yeah. I was uh, held up at gunpoint at 13th and Arch near the Greyhound Station. I would have been like 16, 17. If the guy took my seven dollars, I had to walk all the way out to Delaware County. So going through West Philly, I, a couple times. Hey, white boy. Got, that got screamed at. I don't think they know anything about my religion. So that's play, that's play that funky music, white boy. Right. <laughs> they they recognize they knew, knew nothing about me. They saw my skin. Well, what you should do is wear a big scapular. You know, dress up like a Franciscan monk and wear a big scapular, and then people will know you're not white. <laughs> right, right. They they wouldn't call me white boy. They say, right. hey, hey, you Catholic. Yeah. <laughs> So what? Uh, and I have another uh, super chat question here in a sec. But um, so I guess, and and I've seen you catching a lot of heat. Of course, MJ 
super well respected. Uh, but there was some stuff going on in Ireland, and um, you had talked about, well, this is basically what they want, right? Um, the the right. Irish to separate uh, as 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 race, so they're more easily divided. I, I'm, I'm su- summarizing what you said. No, but I'll, go ahead. I'll give, yeah. I'll give you the classic example: Leo Varadkar, who is a a, uh, a queer, who's an Indian, uh, announces in front of the the uh, Dale that uh, there are too many white people in Ireland. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think wait, all, all the national leaders in the wait, United wait Kingdom are, are non-European. So I said, I said, wait a minute, there are no white people in Ireland. And this, of course, gets me uh, all, uh, people get all, the white boys got their knickers in a twist when I said that. And I said, look, uh, then they have this riot, okay? Somebody says that uh, some girls got stabbed. Then there's a riot, and then they're burning buses in Dublin and stuff like that. Now, uh, my friend, I've done numerous podcasts with Gemma O'Doherty about the situation in Ireland. I respect her opinion. She said this is a false flag. I think she was absolutely right, because immediately after that, uh, Veradikar said, well, we need hate speech or crimes legislation because of the riot. Well, you probably started the riot, Leo. You know, so what I'm saying to my Irish friends I'm, I'm half Irish, you know what I mean? So maybe I'm half right here in this regard. <laughs> but I'm saying to my Irish friends, you're not white. And if you identify as white, you fall into the trap that they're preparing for you. Because if you're white, you're bad. And if you're bad, you're a racist and you're bad. And if you're bad, well, they can do anything they want to you. So, now, you, if think if, so you think if they just, these Muslim uh, East Asian types... If they stop calling them white before they stab them and just realize, oh, you're you're Irish, they wouldn't stab them. I think that's preposterous. I I just did an article about uh, stabbings in France. And in almost every case, they didn't say you Christian, you infidel. They said white. I don't think it's an invented term. I think, like I said, it's a matter of proximity. Once once you broaden the scope and you have people from different continents coming in. National differences like Irish and English kind of dissolve, and it's more of just phenotypically. They can tell you were descended in Europe. That's that's the catch. I don't think white is an imaginary. How I define race is continental ancestry. You want to get into you know national origin, then then you're breaking it down a little more. But I think yeah, I think the old I don't know if it was Will Durant, whoever, but Europeans are white, Africans are black, uh, and Asian or Mesoamerican. I think those are. Those are helpful. And that's in, in a street fight. That's what people are going to see. They're not going to see things that you can change. You can't change your your genetics. You can't. I guess you can go and get plastic surgery and change your skin color. But nobody's nobody's going to be attacking you for being Irish. They're going to see you as white. Uh, tell that to Cromwell. Well, he's yeah, but this is when there were no black people in Ireland. Oh, oh wait a minute! This is when there, there was, were no Muslims. What in about Ireland. that conflict? How, what's the racial interpretation of Cromwell? Well, Cromwell was Anglo-Saxon, and the people who no, 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 people, no, let me no, finish. Let no, me no, finish. No. I can yell too. One at a time. The people, the people that he went over, and he, he vowed to. Uh, he said it was every Catholic man, woman, and child in Ireland. And as far as I know, what was it, Drogheda? I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Drogheda. Stop it, dear. We'll. Uh continue some more on the other side and uh, get your dialing figures ready if you want to call in
Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.